Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you are looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and today I'm going to talk about how we have our good days, our bad days, our highs and lows, and that's how our averages come out. So today I was at the gym with a friend of mine who I'm also training, and we were lifting and we're in our one to four rep range. So you're lifting, lifting close to your maximum weight that you would be able to lift. So there's times when you're in that higher rep range where because you're at a lower rate, you're going to get your numbers closer. I mean, if you're in that 12 to 15 rep range and when you still get 13, you don't feel as bad because you didn't get the 15. But if you're in that one to four and you barely squeak one and a half out, it is more noticeable. So the other day we were in rep range uh, and we were at the gym and I put a weight on the bar for her and she got about a rep and a half out and was kind of frustrated. So we took 10 pounds off and then she was able to get her four reps. Uh, Today we went in and I went with the weight that worked three days ago. Uh, I believe it was Friday that we were were in the gym together or it might have been Saturday. And I put the lower, again, put that lower weight in that 10 pounds off weight and she was like oh that was light and then we went back to the heavier weight where she was barely able to get the one and a half reps out last time and repped out for no problem today now there's so many things that go into it there's we have our averages there's days where and to use a baseball analogy there's days where you go 0 for 3 and days when you go 3 for 3 and there's days where you're coming off a a busy weekend and you're exhausted or you came off a rested weekend and you you got the rest you needed a case of what did you eat for breakfast do you have the fuel the energy to get through your workout did you not eat breakfast are you doing your workout later in the day Um, in some cases i mean doing cardio and you'll always hear the argument and it's kind of like do we put heat or do we put ice on the injury you're always going to hear people that argue, I mean, do you like to do your cardio before your workout or after your workout if you're adding cardio? Uh, So sometimes doing that little bit of cardio, and we're not talking uh, going for a five-mile run or anything, we're talking five minutes on a treadmill, whether it be walking, whether it be running, whether you have other cardio that you like to do to get the blood flowing. Well, you get the blood flowing, you get your system pumping, and you're getting more oxygen in there, and and it's all, all plays in. So there's so many things that will play into why you had a good day and why you had a bad day. And uh, I hate to use good and bad, but in some cases, just more successful than the others. Uh, and this goes for everything. Uh, again, you know, I coach archery and there's times where, I mean, let's just throw it out there that your average is 550 on a, on a 600 round and one day you're going to shoot 540, the other day you're going to shoot 560. And you might be averaging 550 and you might hold that average. You might hold that average all season and you go to a tournament and you shoot that 560, 10 points above your average. And then a week later, you're 20 points below at a 540. But again, you just shot your average. You maintained your average for the season. So you can't get frustrated again. I mean, we can throw all the elements into why that might be. Maybe you overtrained during the week and you were fatigued. Maybe the wind was a factor. Maybe and whatever the case may be. Our averages are our averages for a reason. Now, again, our averages are going to change as we move along. I mean, there might be times when you're having a, a, a very good 
and in the case of archery, a very good outdoor season, and you bumped your average five whole points, and then maybe something happens and, and it comes down. Uh, but we can't get frustrated every time we have a low day or a day that we don't feel as successful. Um, today I saw a quote that said, if you only have 40% of your energy to give and you give 40%, you gave 100% for that day. You gave 100% of what you were capable of giving. Uh, I use this analogy with my kids. Uh, just like any of our kids, they take traits from their parents, um, some from mom, some from dad, some from, and in some cases, watching older siblings. Uh, with my two kids, my older son, Brian, tends to be more athletic, a little more on the musical side, where my younger son, Dylan, tends to be the more mechanically inclined. Um, and, I mean, very good with his hands, taking things apart, putting things together. They def have different skill sets. Where I'll use the example of Brian might be a, a skill rating of 100, just for easy math. He might be a skill rating of 100, but he only gives me 75% effort, while on the field I have a 75% going. Where Dylan might only have the skill set of an 80, so 20 points off of what Brian has, but he might give me 100%, so I actually have an 80. So in that case, you, you are better off putting your less talented kid in there if they're working harder. I mean, I've seen the quote and I've used it many times that hard, re hard work will beat talent when talent doesn't work hard. Now, it's not always a case of, of putting in the effort. And there's times, again, being at the gym last week, uh, my friend put in a great effort, but it just wasn't, wasn't in her that day. Now, with that said, she's an overnight hospice nurse. And I believe that night was the night where she only had to go out on one call relatively early. And when I say relatively early, it was a, a 9 p.m. call. But the phone rang like four or five times. So she goes out for that 9 p.m. call. She's maybe home at 1030 or so. But then the phone rings again at midnight. And then it rings again at 1.30 in the morning. Then it rings again at 3 a.m. And then it rings again at 5 a.m. So you never had to get out of bed, get dressed, and leave the house but what kind of sleep was that? What kind of rest was that? So again, for someone with that extreme of a schedule, that's going to play into the days where they're not as successful. Same thing. You're, you work construction, okay? And you just had a heat wave where you were dealing with 100 degrees. And, and you know, Jen has been on the, uh, the podcast many times, and we argue with her in southwest Utah where it's 100 degrees for seven, eight days in a row, and I tell her it's a dry heat, and she says, so is it her oven and then I talk about the humidity up here and she said she gave up gills when she was born so same thing you're in New England and you're dealing with that 85 and humid and it's hard to breathe and it just sucks the life out of you and then you go and try to do your workout it's going to kick the crap out of you it's going to beat you up especially when you have that sustained amount of time and when I coached high school baseball and you had that day in April where it was and 53 degrees and that light drizzle that just puts the chill down to your bones and two hot showers doesn't doesn't warm you up and thaw you out. You go to try to do your workout after those. It's, it's going to affect you. There are so many variables that can be played into our successes on any given day. And there's going to be days where you have off days. There's going to be days where you're not as successful as you would like. We just have to keep in mind that our averages come from our good days and our bad days, from our high scores and our low scores, from our good lifting days to our not so good lifting days. 
and we can't beat ourselves up. I mean, as long as you are genuinely given 100% effort, and that 100% is what you have available for that day. And again, there's going to be days where, where you go into something, and you just know it's like, I don't feel it today. And, and there's times when I've, I've changed workouts for myself. I've changed workouts for clients. It's, um, I had a client that was going through some personal stuff and it's like, you know what, let's just go with a, a band workout today. Like we were working and, and I did this for myself and my friend the other day where it's like, you know what, it, it was a tough week. Again, lots of calls overnight. I was busy doing some construction in my house, building a closet. So I was just sore from doing all that. It's like, you know what, we're going to do a band workout. We're doing all the same movements, all the same lifts, so to speak, that we would with the weights, but we're doing it with the band. So instead of going and doing our, just for number's sakes, our eight to 10 reps of a bench press, we're literally taking a rubber band and we're just doing two minutes of press. So we're standing up, but we're doing that forward press. So the same as doing a bench press, but it's two minutes of feel the stretch. It's two minutes of make sure you go full range of motion out slowly and full range of motion in slowly. And that's with all of them where it's just purely a stretch. And when I used to do this at a gym that I worked at, uh, we, they would do class setting. I mean, it wasn't CrossFit, but it was that type of hit type of stuff. Um, not my personal favorite, but every two to three weeks, I would do this band workout on a Friday. And people would look at it, and it was easy. It was just three minutes of moving a rubber band, whichever tension you got. Some people got the heavier band, some got the lighter band. But then they'd all come in Monday and like, oh, I was so sore. Well, part of the reason why you're sore is because I forced you to do full range of motion with the band, which a lot of people cheat on their reps with with weights. They don't go all the way down on their curls because it's much harder to get down from that, get pulled back up from that low spot. They don't go all the way down on their bench because if they bring the bar all the way down to their chest, again, it's hard to push up. It's kind of like riding a bike up a hill and then stopping and then starting up again after you stopped your momentum. And so you'll see that with, if you watch people with weights, I mean, just glance around the gym and you'll see a lot of people shortchange their reps in both directions. So when I take that band, it's a legitimate workout. I did that with a client recently. She asked for something lighter because again, she had some personal stuff she was going through. So I said, okay, let's do this. It's going to, I said, you're going to feel it, but it's in the moment, it's going to be light. And by the end of it, she's like, wow, this is actually hard. She's like, and teasing me, she's like, remind me that I asked for this. Um, and that's the case where we're always going to have days where we have a personal best and we're always going to have days where it's in some cases our new personal low or and the first time we were that low in a long time or whatever the case may be. So don't beat yourself up when you have those those days that just don't meet and the standards you've set for yourself. We're always going to run into moments where it's it's tough. And again, we don't have the energy. And there's so many things that play into it. It could be physical energy. It could be emotional energy. You can be drained for so many reasons. And I have so much going on with my life. I mean, my, my older son goes off to college in three days. So that's that's been stressing us out. Um, I mean, other things that are on my mind and and playing with emotions and, and, and psychological stresses and stuff like that that play into your energy levels. Um, I know just with the chaos, I'm not eating um, on par with how I would like to eat. So uh, not necessarily eating junk food, but I'm not eating enough of what I should be eating. So I know I'm, I'm under on calories, which means I'm under fueled, which 
is going to impact my workouts. Um, I, I tell people this all the time. If you're if you're in New York City and your plan is to drive down to Miami and you only give yourself enough gas to get to Washington, D.C., you're only going to get halfway there. So when you should be eating 2,000 calories and you're only putting 1,000 calories into your body, how do you expect to get to the finish line? And, I mean, I, obviously you'd have to refuel more than once going from New York to Miami, but everyone can make a reference of that rather than me just mentioning some cities that are local. Um, but you get the point that you got to make sure you put enough fuel to get to what your goal is. I mean, we hear about runners, how they carb load the day before, eat the big pasta dinner and stuff like that. Um, but again, big thing is you're, you're going to have those days that are tough and, and just keep working towards things. I mean, set your goals. I mean, recently I just um, shot in a tournament, which I shot my compound bow. I'm, I'm a Olympic recurve shooter primarily. I've always told myself that I wanted to do an outdoor feeder shoot with my compound, but I never did it because being in the Northeast, unless you're hitting all the big USAT tournaments, we have limited amount of times to, to do outdoor tournaments. And I didn't want to miss the chance to shoot my recurve and shoot my compound. But I did an out-of-state shoot where I was a guest and I'm like, oh, here's my opportunity. So I gave myself a, a, a loose goal. I wasn't going to be upset if I didn't get there because, again, it was my first time ever doing this. And I shot pretty well. I mean, there was one goal within the goal that I, I would have liked to have at least one end where I got a 60, got a perfect score for the end. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. I did shoot a few 58s. Uh, I did have one end that had I mean, four Xs, so not only in the 10 ring, but in the inner 10 ring. Um, so I was happy with how I shot. But, I mean, here's, again, a thing where I'm going to have shoots where I shoot higher and shoot lower. Uh, and, and it just happens all the time. So... Whether it's in the gym, whether it's your competition, um, again, going to the climbing gym, there's been times where I'll climb, I mean, a couple five nines and it's no problem and then try to go on a five eight and, and it kicks my butt. It's, it's difficult. It's tough. Um, I mean, in that case, it, some of the routes are set for different styles of climb. Um, I tease my son that he gets less credit because I have to pull 100 pounds more up the wall than he does, so... The ratings can be skewed a little by, again, how much weight or how tall you are. Um, but again, work on keeping your average, improving on your average. We're not going to set personal best every time we get out. We're not going to have a new record every time we go out and do, again, whatever it is. Whether you're a runner trying to get your 5K time down, whether you're going to the gym and and bench pressing a certain weight and want to get more reps out of it, or you're tacking five or 10 pounds onto the bar, hoping you can get the same amount of reps. There's always going to be ups and downs. I mean, you look at the stock market and you look at things over the years and you see the, the zigzags where it's up and down and up and down and up and down. But over the course of five years, hopefully it's up. And over the course of 10 years, hopefully it's up. And you're going to see that with everything you do. Again, it, it also plays into just energy level and mood and stuff like that. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Just keep moving forward. Keep working on it. Don't get discouraged by that one bad shot, that one bad end, that one bad day at the gym. Um, and again, I don't like to use the word bad day, but a day that was just less successful than what you had hoped for. And he said, keep working on it. Don't beat yourself up. Again, remember that averages are made by the highs and lows, and we need them both. And we need them both to, to get our average. And, and sometimes those low spots um, 
are the kick in the rear. Sometimes you you need to be humbled and and just keep moving keep moving forward. Sometimes that's the wake up call. Um, I know the Yankees are playing like crap this year, but there was a few years back, and I mean I'm saying a few years. It was probably ten years or more. I remember they got beat by the Indians something like twenty five to three or something like that, and then they went on like a twelve game winning streak after that. Sometimes you you need that little spanking to to wake you up and get you moving again. And and it's not always the case of underperforming. It's just the case of we are going to have highs and lows. And the proper mindset and knowing that you're going to have days that are better than others and just to not give up and, and keep going. And that's the best advice I can give you. And just remember, it's it's not it's not a lack of effort. If you have that day where you're drained and you only have 40% worth of energy, but you go into the gym or you go into that run or you go into doing whatever you're doing and you give that full 40%, you gave 100%. So keep that in mind and let's keep moving forward. And I'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset. And also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.